Welcome to the Dad's Level Podcast. So, tonight's episode, I'm going to talk to you about the resurrection and how just it is the foundation of our faith and our faith is built upon the, the accomplished fact that Jesus walked out of that tomb after he was crucified, after on the third day. So to start with, um, so let's look at the Gospel of John. So we have, in the Gospel of John, it starts off with Mary going going to the tomb, finding the stone having been rolled away, and she walks in to find nobody, nothing. All she finds is the the burial garments that he was wrapped in, that Christ was wrapped in. So she runs, she finds Peter, and she finds and she finds John, who's with Peter at the time, and they both run to the tomb, and they see what she's seen, and they and they both believe, but they don't understand that they don't understand what he, the scripture that says that he's to rise again on the third day. So, as Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stopped to look into the tomb. She saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried away him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabin, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. So, think about that. Mary saw Jesus right after he had risen from the dead and she she ran and she told she told the disciples that he had that she had seen her and what he had told her to tell them it's pretty incredible and this this resurrection guys it's so important it's it's important for us to understand how this, the implication and the, and that, that this happening, this is the, 
this is what our faith is built on. The promise that Jesus has indeed risen from the dead, and that through him we have also conquered death, and we also have victory. That death has no hold over us. The Apostle Paul, um, I, you know, he, he he puts this in his, his words in the First Corinthians chapter fifteen when he says, "Now if Christ is proclaimed, if now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead?" But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise. If it is true that the dead are raised, for if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised. Your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we hope that in this life only we are, if in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people to be pitied. So if Christ has not been raised, then, then our faith is, is in vain. And if Christ has not been raised, then all those who have perished, who have passed, who have, who in their hearts have had a, a solid conviction of faith that Christ had indeed risen from the dead and that they were going to be in his presence, they're gone. But... Paul then says, he says this, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is, your labor is not in vain. So, our labor is not in vain, my friends. Our faith is not futile. Our words are not pointless. We are not to be pitied above all others because Christ rose from the dead after his crucifixion. You know, it seems like we can really, we can take the crucifixion and we can make it this gloomy, horrible, just really sad, you know, sad event. <coughs> but we need to look at it from the from the reality that Christ chose to honor God. He chose to take that cross. He, ch he 
sacrificed himself for us to repay for, to repay all our our all of our garbage, all of our shame, our guilt, our pain, our sins. He took to the cross on his own accord. He before this prayed to his father, who is also our father. He he prayed to him, take this cup for me, if it is your will. Let this cup pass from me. He he prayed, and, and you know he he was nervous. He was fearful. It says he sweated blood as he prayed. That's literally that's the kind of stress that his body was under. That takes a tremendous amount of stress to sweat blood. But he he allowed himself to be taken, to be judged, to be beaten, to be whipped, to be to be insulted, all these things. He allowed himself to endure pain and hardship and tribulation and then death. And then we have the resurrection. Now, we can often kind of look away from the cross and say, oh, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. But it was the resurrection that made Good Friday good. And that is a quote from Rave Zacharias. <laughs> and it's awesome because it's true. The resurrection made Good Friday good. It was it was by the cross that Jesus rose from the dead, that he conquered, he conquered the grave, and he made death lose its power, and he, death has no sting. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? You know, I... I Death, that's something that we can be so fearful of and we can be so uncertain of. And so many people who don't know Jesus and even many who do follow Jesus fear. Fear what is to come because, you know, the reality is we are all going to die. We are all gonna. We are are going to leave this world one day. Whether it is, whether it is um, today, whether it is ten years from now, whether it is thirty years from now, we will. We will pass on from this world. We will pass away. But when you are 
in Christ, when you follow Christ, you have a promise, a promise of resurrection, a promise of new life, a promise of freedom from sin and death. Paul said, the wage of sin is death. But Christ is the way, the truth, and the light. Christ is the only way to God. He is the only way to eternal life. And the resurrection proved that this resurrection proved that the resurrection of the dead was real and that by Jesus rising from the dead, we also rise with him just as we're crucified with him, just as our sins were crucified with him. We are also made new creations through him and through his resurrection. We are given freedom from death. You know, one powerful thing that we see come out of the reality and the fact of this resurrection is people, you know, there, there have been so many who people who are now um, <coughs> who are now apologetics, who are just so strong in conviction of faith in, through Jesus. And one of these men was, a, was Lee Strobel. Lee Strobel um, was an investigative reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and he was also a hardcore atheist. And his wife, who became saved, um, started going to church, started started reading the Bible, and started following following after Christ. And um, Mr. Strobel did not like this, so his response was, as an investigative reporter, he came to understand that if you can disprove the resurrection of Christ, you can disprove Christianity and everything is pointless. And you pull that thread and the whole the whole thing just, just unravels and, and it just collapses. It, it, it will just collapse. So here's a quote. Here's a quote by Lee Strobel that I think is just awesome. In short, I didn't become a Christian because God promised I would have an even happier life than I had as an atheist. He never promised any such thing. Indeed, following him would inevitably bring divine demotions in the eyes of the world. Rather, I became a Christian because the evidence was so compelling that Jesus really is the one and only Son of God who proved his divinity by rising from the dead. That meant following him was the most rational and logical step I could possibly take. <coughs> so, 
Lee Strobel did an did a in depth investigation of the crucifixion and the resurrection and of Christianity and uh, and in the end he became saved because after gathering his evidence after everything the only rational and logical thing he he could possibly do was to follow Jesus and he's not the only one there's been many who have had the same road and the same path and the same experience and it's just and it's it's just incredible so let me challenge you and this is something I challenge myself to what does the resurrection of Jesus mean to you in your heart is is his resurrection something that you reflect on and that you celebrate daily or is it something that you really only come to today on Easter Sunday you know um, because when you look at when you look when we look back at the early church the you know the church from the book of acts the resurrection of, of christ was what their hope was built upon and it <laughs> they testified to, to to the resurrection of Christ. They they preached to the resurrection of Christ. In um, Acts chapter 3 this is verse 15 and you killed the author of life whom God raised from the dead to this we are witnesses and his name by faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know and the faith is that through Jesus he has given the man this perfect health in the presence of you all <coughs> so this is this is Peter speaking this is Peter speaking to to the people and telling them that Christ has risen from the dead this is after that him he and John were going to the temple to pray and they healed a lame beggar outside the temple. So that is what I want to challenge you with is what does the resurrection, resurrection mean in your heart? Do you, do you celebrate it each day 
and is it is a accomplished fact thank you for listening and I hope you will join me for the next episode he has risen and have a wonderful evening